0: Everybody, you're we're back at number two, and the second episode of our support together, fill your puppet podcast. First one didn't seem to go too bad, I think it was well enjoyed by some folks. And so, we're welcoming in the team back it's myself, Kira, and well, beside me here is Una, and beside her is we, Jem gem Mm -hmm. And how's getting on, girls?
1: best yes, hi. Still taking her hand out. Still taking her handy.
2: <laughs> yeah, doing good. Trying not to laugh. I've got the giggles, so...
0: <laughs> That's good. I'm well, sure, yeah. it'd be worse if you were crying. Well, no, well, it's yeah.
2: not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I could be something like could be out again now in five minutes' time. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what did you think after last week? What do you think of the podcast? Was it... What do you expect? It was a relief was it- to get it overdone What? Uh-huh. But... It was-
1: SHIT and myself about how it was going to be received and things. And That's
0: what about feedback have you got so far? All good. Yeah.
1: All good so far. Yeah. Um, I think people are relating a lot to it and getting a lot out of it. Um, And I know myself, I've listed three or four times now and each time I get a different perspective from it, I learn something new.
0: We were chatting with this here just before we um, hit record and we need to clarify something from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Una just doesn't appear in people's um, living rooms. She's not the Tooth Fairy or Sante. No. She, was Gemma had said last week, um, if I first met Una in my living room. Did, like, did she just appear down the chimney, or how did she get in? Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't. No, there is a process. We <laughs> did let her in. <laughs> we did <laughs> let her in through the door. She, she did. did you knew she didn't have to drive to yeah. Gemma's house, and, and someone had to welcome her in through the front door. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and make her a cuppa. Yeah. She got a cuppa there when she was there.
2: It was my son that picked that up when he heard the podcast. Yeah. Of course, that's um, a 15-year-old that was able to bring humour in. And that <laughs> mummy, mummy, you just appeared in her living room. That's amazing. Um, so I want to clarify that. I do not just pop up in living rooms, bedrooms and kitchen. There's a process
0: <laughs> oh, in
1: order Keira, to... What about the broom?
2: Together. Oh, yes, she, she does got, have a broom now. We don't know, she might be seen flying <laughs> through the skies. Mm-hmm. So she does. Mm-hmm. They're a good crack, they call mm-hmm. me the witch. I'm, I um, good have witch. A, I have a broomstick. That's I a do crack. have actually a broomstick. stick, it's a pink one, um, sitting um, beside my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, I might take a wee spin around. Uh, <laughs> <next week. laughs> It's a bit windy today, I don't think I'd get out in it, but yeah, they do take the absolute <laughs> mick, but sure, the crack's 90. That's it. So today,
0: um, I was thinking maybe we could talk around the uh, expectations and reality of entering into parenthood, or mm. the hood. Yeah. Um, for me, I had great expectations, and whenever reality hit, it was uh, like a shit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and I'm sure it's probably the same for many as a parent out there and many as a mommy. We do know that um, well, from our own experience and for the mummies we work with, um, the expectations um and the pressure they put themselves under, mm-hmm. um, and and um parenthood, definitely add till um, the illness, um, and becoming unwell whenever um you're on the other side. So if we go to Una first. Mm-hmm. What was your what's your thoughts on it or what is your what was your biggest um I don't know if it was an aha moment or a
2: uh, holy shit, that's not what I thought it was gonna be or this is not going right or I think the whole the whole lot of it was um a big shock and I'll be really honest with you. Um I think I had um expectations of myself that I could manage this rightly. I sure, had a qualification. I mm-hmm. did two years uh, full time and uh, became a nursery nurse so um, I had the paper to prove that I could look after kids but definitely um, when Caitlin was born through pregnancy I didn't. Um, I had the Waddle and Duck syndrome. I went into the hospital if they told me to stand there, pull your trousers down, take your coat off, <laughs> quack, quack. do this, do that. <laughs> I done it. Um, totally lost my voice, you know, that um I should have been asking, um, can you just explain why you're doing this or why do I have to do this or ask further questions? But uh when Caitlin um was brought into this world and um, I remember coming down the road and, and the motorway, um she was born in Craigavon and Michael drove about 30 miles an hour. Like, that was nerve-wracking, you know, taking her out into the world, Mm -hmm. away from that security of um, the hospital, having um, midwives and um, consultants there if you needed to speak or you had a fear of something. And me and Michael then, you know, uh, taking her out, putting her in the car and driving down that road. And it was like bringing this most important cargo Mm -hmm. of, like, I don't know. I can't. The you most were left in charge. She was your Oh, but just how important she was, mm-hmm. you know, and that he didn't want the world to hurt her or nobody to um just get in her way and driving down like normally you drive down that motorway and you know you're mm-hmm. you're definitely faster than thirty mile an hour, mm-hmm. so going home. Um, I
1: remember every bump. Sorry, whenever you're mm-hmm. on the road down, I had a c-section with Podrick. And I still know every bump in that road from Enniskill in the I mm-hmm. still picture it in my head.
0: Mm-hmm. It must be a, a theme here, girls. <laughs> I remember driving home from Derry and me in the back of the of Eamon's Wee Blue, focused, and him every so often would look in the mirror and say, Are You all right, mummy? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, If he asked me that there one more time, I swear to God, put your foot down and get me home. I just want to be home. 30 mile an hour, driving, instructor driving, mm-hmm. looking at watching everything, making sure that it was going to be safe to get us home. And all I wanted to do was get home into my own bed, into my own house. And that was the start of me. I would think about that.
2: Uh, You know, as our husbands or partners are driving, they're driving, they see us um, bringing their baby into this world. Mm -hmm. Um, And either it is through um, your vaginal birth or um, your C section. And then they're actually getting to take, because remember, ladies, this is something we always have to remember, and it's us working often very closely with the dads. That we've already made that connection um with the bump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very early on, because we are feeling the changes in our body. Um, not able to sleep, um, putting on the weight, heartburn, oh peeing my pain all the time. The list goes on and on. They hear us moaning and groaning, <laughs> you know, and giving off and, and whatever. But they and yes, they see a scan, but we have made the we always talk about this in support together the We've created the policy and procedures, the protocols. Mm-hmm. We know we've already done a risk assessment on this Bobby, and we've made that connection in our mind that this is going to change our world. As that often is the first time we're handing over a big thing to them is driving their mm-hmm. new baby home. Yeah. home, And did we drive a slower Podrick? No, because we, we gained that wee bit of more confidence. But definitely, you're bringing your first home is. And how precious! That's how precious mm-hmm. um, that that baby is. So you're right. It seems to be as common. Oh, it's We've never talked about
0: that before. <laughs> is there anybody else out there that had the same? Maybe had the dagger eyes and felt like they were gonna um, wanted to do away with their husband coming down the road in the car
2: because he was faffing um, about their yeah. well, I was as bad as Michael. Now I have to admit, and you know I was.
1: Well, I felt every bump, so I was quite happy. Sean was going slow. Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: so it is, and then you take the baby into the, um your newborn, um and and back into your home, and this is where the first night. So, the expectations definitely. Um, I had high, I had high expectations of myself, which I shouldn't have because no wonder, um, I end up being very anxious. Yeah, and no wonder depression wasn't long coming my way. Um. So entering into the hood and to parenthood, um, definitely it didn't go to to my plan. Either did the labour. (laughs) Oh, you know, it didn't. So, um and I think I I wish if I could speak to Una, the mummy who was going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, the first time mum, I would have been just saying to her have more compassion on yourself. On yourself. Um Not criticise yourself, park the criticism, um, be more compassionate on you, Mm -hmm. you know, you're bringing life into this world um, and be gentle on the process, you know, the book... We always slag and support together. We wish a manual or something right came baby. with the baby, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even or what do you call it now? It's not a manual. Maybe I said I'd chip. give birth to manual, no bother, <laughs> but a wee chip or something <laughs> just to let us know what the allergies the baby's going to have. Um, you know, uh, the likes of how to breastfeed if we were wanting to go down that procedure, or what formula would they like to take? Yeah. Um, but here it doesn't. It doesn't go that way. And yeah. Do you remember it's the time trial and tribulation
1: used to get years ago? Do you Remember them, no? the Tamagotchi aye. aye, and you had to tr- feed it and make it sure it goes to sleep if it was as handy
2: as handy as doing that. Was um, what oh, there the, wee, the small wee things, the wee things. Oh, I think you yes. were kind of making a comeback, uh huh. Yeah. Um, yes, so the expectations, Kira, <laughs> um, uh, definitely, and remember. That was my first time being a first time mum but also when I brought Podrick into the world it was my first time be, uh, being a mum to two kids mm-hmm. so it was a whole new um dynamics you know how to to, to look after one baby then to look after two mm-hmm. you know and we work with a lot of mummies that um welcome twins into the world and so there is a high often we have expectations of ourselves mm-hmm. that actually doesn't um, serve us well For me, I think my expectation was that I was going
0: to love it. It was going to be so fantastic. And this is all I ever wanted. And it was all I ever wanted. Mm -hmm. And I had a miscarriage before I had Jude. So it was, this was long awaited for and so precious. But whenever Jude was born, there was no, I loved him. Yes, he was my son, but I didn't feel the love that I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And I, I beat myself up because I, why do you, what is wrong with you that you don't, do really you not want to hold him all day long and cuddle him. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid of him getting spoilt. Mm-hmm. Like he was, it was like a regimental, lift him out, feed him, change him, wind him, um, put him out right down and save him, let him go to sleep. Don't be, don't hold him and nurse him because um, it'll be on your own back then whenever he's, whenever Ian back to work and, and he's roaring. And anybody, I used to feel jealous about somebody else coming in because they got, I, they, you felt like you had to let the, the visitors nurse the baby, but I wouldn't have nursed him. And mm-hmm. It was because I was so I was a feared, but um, thankfully that kind of for number two it was changed a bit and then for number four it was she was ruined she spent the yeah. whole time um lying on top of me but I suppose it's the what I thought was going to happen was a complete yeah. and utter opposite and then um, what I the the guilt that I had with myself that I didn't
2: wasn't doing it right and there was something badly wrong with me mm-hmm. for that and that happens I, we a lot of mummies would tell us that that they um get very I suppose very consumed with it all and and very worried about the husband going back to work or their partner or being left in the house on their own and and often I hear mums that they don't want to carry the baby about they don't want to be doing it all and they will hand the baby to everybody um, and try to avoid and and when you get down or get to the background story of that a lot of them are consumed with fear Mm -hmm. and pure um, prejudgment they're judging themselves I'm not good enough you know, I'm not able to do this right. The baby's not winning for me. But as yeah. soon as I hand it to granny, she's wind no bother. And we get so we internalize everything and we're so hard on ourselves.
0: It brings on the mama guilt. And I suppose that's something that we've got. We want to keep for uh, and there'd be another episode of mm-hmm. the of the, that. Everything that surrounds the guilt that we have and mm-hmm. the big the big stick of mama guilt that we bear ourselves with mm-hmm. and you, it doesn't you don't lose it. It stays with you forever because you still have it whenever your child yeah. is 9, 10, 15,
2: you know, mm-hmm. the guilt's still there, but It's taming it, it's taming it to it's not You as know, and talking to it, and mm-hmm. back to reassuring yourself, you know, and but the the, the expectations of, of of being a mother and, and the motherhood, mm-hmm. um, you think of the expectations, and we've often spoke to to the dads, and they say they straight away think of, I need to earn more money, I need to go out and work more, um, um, I need to work longer hours, and, and and often mummies are saying, you know, I wish they didn't work as much. That's when you want them home. I want them home. I want them there just to um, contain each other, to be there to hold one another. Okay. Um, and we don't talk about the protocols and the, what we want set out for our kids or what we would like from them because straight away feeding, mm-hmm. that was where I Gert, mm-hmm. I was going to breastfeed. I had the boobs to breastfeed <laughs> apparently. Doesn't matter how big they are, folks. It's still um it's producing uh, the milk and that's I, I that was very difficult. I, I as where I was the expectations I had on how easy I thought breastfeeding would be. It wasn't. I struggled really, so really, yeah. really, really I did. Um and it was hard because I wasn't be able to do it, but what I learned from the first when I had Podrick, I went back in and I said to myself, Una, you're not putting yourself through that. You know, um, you did try. I definitely tried. And I think it's choice. It's down to choice, isn't it, folks? Yeah, having your voice. And and that choice to, it's a, it's a fed, baby. That's what yeah, I had to keep. Yeah. I had to keep saying that to myself mm-hmm. because I could see where the spiral was going. <coughs> um, But when I was thinking of... Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin and, and the future with my baby one it was the fact of let's uh, I'm going to breastfeed and that's what I'm going to do and I'm going to do that and it just didn't work out that way
0: This is Fill Your Coppa the Support Together podcast and we couldn't bring the podcast to you today without the support of Moody Activewear Moody Activewear creates high quality, functional activewear so that you can feel good doing the things that you love. They don't just support your ass, they support your head because they donate 100% of their profits to organisations dedicated to supporting women's mental health, such as Support Together. Visit moodyactivewear.co.uk. Have you anything in Gemma that um, was a big shock to the system for? Expectation then versus reality?
1: I think with
0: my journey
1: with Podrick um, throughout the pregnancy, because of my journey with IVF, mm-hmm. looking back, I don't think I gave myself the opportunity to think about the other side mm-hmm. until I had Podrick. Um, and then I just think because I hadn't it was an awful shock to the system, as I've said before, I w- was. All over the place and then I found it very much like Groundhog Day as you say You're feeding, you're changing You're wiping bums Just And it was a continuous circle um, And I found in very early days Just a big muddle mm-hmm. You kind of didn't know where you were at And the expectation that Oh it's going to be lovely, I'm going to be nursing Doing this, and going to be people visiting And you maybe didn't want to see a visitor Didn't want to see one
2: person mm-hmm. No and like and it even when you think of that, like uh-huh. people come with all these clothes bundles of clothes and presents. Do you know how often it would be just somebody to land, with a lovely hot meal, mm-hmm. yeah, or something that you could throw in the freezer
0: and cook again,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or somebody gift their time to you. See,
0: that's what I suppose where I learned from from baby one to baby three. I would have thought that somebody came with baby one, I was up and making tea and mm-hmm. the house was full of buns. And in case somebody lands or your visitors visitors coming and like you were there. They were there and they were there to see the 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 baby, but they were fed and all the rest of it. And then when, see, when it came to Orla, there might not have been milk in the house. They mind biscuits for them today. And I've, I've, they were told when they came in the door, if you want a cup of tea, you know where the kettle is. Mm-hmm. Work away because I'm sitting on the sofa and I'm, I'm making the most of yeah. my time here. I'm not. So it's letting, I, mean, I felt I should have been more of a host the first and second time. The third time, people were coming to visit the child and people were coming to visit you. If they wanted tea, they they know where the kettle was. That's, that's right. what I had. Mm-hmm. Bring the buns with you.
2: Mm-hmm. Make
0: me a wee cup when you're up there. Uh, yeah. if you want to, and we went out to visit a mummy that, that long ago. And we brought the buns with us and we says, "What we'll make you a cup. Whenever we went, out to, mm-hmm. went to see her. Mm-hmm. I think it's
1: very easy for people to focus on the
0: child
2: or the baby. Uh-huh. It's very easy to forget
0: about the mummy. Oh, I felt so lonely. And -hmm. we hear that
2: all the time. Mummies feel so invisible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't feel invisible when they're pregnant. But um, often they don't feel visible when they're pregnant. But definitely when baby comes along that they do. Um, And we're hearing that all the time. And support together, when a mummy comes through the door, we'll always comment on the Mm baby. Always. Mm -hmm. Because, folks, if we didn't comment on the beautiful outfits and... um, all the, the fancy stuff that maybe mummy's put on now. We'd be huffed and we'd be puffed. Mm-hmm. Which is right too. You have to yeah. come and wee Jimmy and wee mm-hmm. Mary's out. For uh-huh. us, but straight away we go to mum. Hi mum. And often then we go, Hi Una. Hi Gemma. Because that's their name. Yeah. Do you know, I was an Una before I was a mum. Mm-hmm. And how are you? The fuss is made over the mummy. Come on, sit down We get you a wee cuppa. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm grand. Is that a good grand or a bad grand? Ah, I think it's a bad grand. I'm not feeling too good today. Okay, let's talk about this. Straight away, what does that mum feel? Held Mm -hmm. and heard. And what a precious gift for that mum to receive. And that's something I think that we all need to be mindful. You know, when we think about when a baby's born, it's also the first time that a mother has been born. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, you think you're. I remember reading a book that my mum had given me. Um, and there was a wee paragraph on it about the new relationships, and I've said this to you before, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it was saying there's three new relationships whenever you have a baby, between you and the baby, the baby and the daddy, mm-hmm. and the mummy and the daddy. Mm-hmm. So their very relationship, so. A, my relationship with Sean, was very
2: new there's, no, day there's
0: day. another topic for another podcast <laughs> yeah. definitely is, yeah. and it is it,
2: mm-hmm. it takes a big ship to sail mm-hmm. um this new family that you have and yeah. often we don't have that luxury and there's one thing we are not great at us women are not great at doing is that support in mmm I was a disaster if I was gonna let support and I felt I was a failure. Yeah. That's a strength. That is a strength. When you have a strong, supporting hand, and we talk about that in support together. What is your support hand? You know, who have you in there? What are you what do you turn to to keep you well? My word, that is amazing strength. Mm-hmm. It's not a failure in any way. And what is that about? Why are we so uneasy about Allowing support and I admire a mummy when they come and say we've a lot of mums come shovel ready to us yeah. and I don't know if it's the information's now given out mm-hmm. um, even by the midwives would often signpost post mummies to us and so the mums go and do a bit of research mm-hmm. and to come and say I'm not feeling well. I, feel I know
1: it. I reached out very early. You did with um your He was three weeks old. Yeah. Um, and I know that helped me recover much sooner.
2: Mm-hmm. Had I let that
1: run on and on and on. But I suppose I, with having depression before, and before I even thought about kids and that, it gave me that awareness, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be unwell. As, as I said before, I froze, but I didn't, want to, I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to run. So I had to make a decision yeah. to reach out for support.
2: And you had a choice, didn't mm-hmm. you? You had mm-hmm. a choice to reach out for support mm-hmm. or you had a choice to sit in the situation that you're in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, I chose you to chose. find support. But that's important. People need to know that they have a choice. Yeah, They so have a choice. Um, and you're right, freeze. hmm I froze. Completely. Because I
1: wanted to be there,
2: but I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, totally, that's a very, very good point there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: These two buddies are sitting looking
0: at me now as so it'd say, What are we going to do next, girls? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we need to. How do you fill your cup? Of? What have you done, girls, to fill your cup over the last um, week from we were last here? Now, keep it clean.
2: Oh. Keep her clean now. How do we manage the one? Do you want me to start her off? Go on, Kira. All I have done, gears from last week, is <laughs> not keeping it clean. <laughs> as far
0: as clean up vomit and diarrhoea, the DA in the dash, two farts and a splash, <laughs> is <laughs> what has been in my house. My wiens, my husband, the whole. Shemang. I felt like the smell of it was burnt into my nostrils. Mm-hmm. I swear I was I went out for supplies, cleaning supplies, toilet roll, bleach the whole lot on Sunday and I actually took all my mate to have to go back home again <laughs> because
2: I didn't want to go back to the house. Now you've been mani- you've been working <laughs> managing and working <laughs> with this situation for quite yes many days. It's, it's not just mm-hmm. 24 hours. No, this this bug has has took over my it's house. It's been like a domino with it. Yeah, her.
0: it's like for, it started off with Orla and then then Jude went down. Then Andrew went down. Then Emma went down, and and Kira was kind of kind of keep the whole lot going there, mm-hmm. and two dogs and how many greyhounds? But no, so my cuppa hasn't been as full as what I would have liked over the last mm-hmm. uh, week or so, but um it hasn't. It's not empty. Um, but what did you do? I took, There's stuff that you did do. Yes, I took an hour out yeah. to myself mm-hmm. and went and got the cleaning supplies. <laughs> uh, got fresh air and went and got a, with myself a wee toffee latte out of McDonald's. It was l- fucking lovely. I actually got two of them. <laughs> 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 you tell a name on that. No, you two. I got two of them. Uh-huh. Um, took time and knew myself that it wasn't, that it wasn't going to stay. It, it was just, it was a shitty day. It wasn't going to stay forever. And I was able to cocoon myself. Go up to bed, laying got the snuggles off Orla, and was back to my work, getting back out Mm -hmm. and there was no, like I could have quite happily stayed at home and lay in bed yesterday because I was that exhausted. I don't know the last time I got a full night's sleep. But I, need, I knew you I needed out of the house. I needed a way um, out and get a break, get a
2: bit of fresh air. So I did. You did. But what I think a good thing that we've seen you doing is that um, you linked in with us. Oh, you, I you, was connecting them with these girls all the time. Yeah. They they, heard, they had full details, <laughs> great details, the whole lot. <laughs> but that, I think that's really important when you have a, a tribe around you. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's one or two people in your life that you're able to connect in with and say, look, I'm fighting. I'm slipping here, mm-hmm. and you did. You, you you admitted. Um, I feel very frustrated, and that's because you were just you were locked in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the smells <laughs> and the glories that comes with that, and oh, you went and took the. I heard you said you took, took the, the dog, dog for, for a walk. It. You got out that day for an hour, or so yes, it had. To, you had to go out and get cleaning materials, but you removed yourself. Yeah, away from it, from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's That's important to know, that um. You've Done that even in the middle of that because that, but you could really allow yourself to sink there, like stay in the pool of shit, stay (laughs) in the pool, literally. (laughs) Oh, my word, Gemma.
0: What have you done to fill your cup? Um,
1: I suppose well, Fitna was playing the junior championship final on Sunday, so it was there, they won it, Mm -hmm. it was brilliant. So Mm -hmm. I went out and celebrated and um made up with friends and we all have made a crack. Um, so that filled part of my jug. Um, I left Podrick um on Monday from school. And instead of rushing home and getting the housework and all done, I said, we'll just go to the park. Oh, uh-huh.
2: oh lovely. So I had a
1: lovely time with him at the park. Um, and it was lovely for us to just connect and be one to one
2: and get out in the fresh air.
1: It was just lovely the element
2: and that's you absolutely love thing about you you love having fun i do <laughs> and that, you remind me you know it's something that we kind of tend to park a lot mm-hmm. when we become a mummy yeah but that's what we notice even in the office. Which, if Gemma's in the yeah, there's a bit of crack going on, or she'll hide on you and play hide and seek. And i and Kira will be the same. And I'm feeling that's bringing that out in me. That bit mm-hmm. of that silly sausage behavior, <laughs> I know, but we all should be. Mm-hmm. Just because we become a mummy, we shouldn't park that. Yeah. I suppose Una, what I failures. it's been. I've had a bit of a a week as well um, with my husband being unwell. Um, So I know I found the spin taking place Mm -hmm. um, yesterday, Um, I did take a, a step away from work yesterday and I did, we called the traffic light system. Um, it's something we can talk more about down the line. But I kind of put out, I felt there's so much I need to be doing at the minute. Because um, with Michael being in hospital, um, I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that. Oh my word, Puddy's going to formal. Oh, I haven't even got a suit. That's next Thursday. You know, I was catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. I really, really was. So I linked them, I used to, and I said, look, gears, my head's in a spin. I'm going to stop. I am pausing. I'm reaching for the kettle, I'm going to boil a kettle and I'm going to have a cuppa and I'm going to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I just did an absolute brain dump. Then I went down and I did, right, what what am I able to achieve now? What's achievable mm-hmm. and what can I park and what can I forget about? Mm-hmm. And within 30 minutes, I went from catastrophizing, and you probably even knew by me totally, oh, even yeah. bringing you, completely went down until a complete different mm-hmm. um, you grounded yourself and that's a tool that I'll go back to yeah. and that's that fills my cup all the time that tool of just the traffic light system you mark things green that you know that you need to go with yeah
1: there's
2: stuff that you can park and your amber and there's red that you hold on what I'm even going near that I don't need to do it yeah so it being, it's mm-hmm. been it's been a trying emotional week but we're doing well the three
0: of us have been through it but the three of us are we're still here. We're
2: still, still here. Yeah. And I, th- I think the most important thing is being honest with self and realizing we cannot catch and keep juggling every ball it's thrown to us. Mm-hmm. Nobody can. No. no, no human. No no human can do that. Um, And it's about that honest conversation. Mm-hmm. I can, I'll do that tomorrow or I don't need to do that. Today I'm a shit hot parent. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm 20%. <laughs> just it up and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, do a date yep yeah, with the kids whatever just mm-hmm.
2: cocoon yourself and mm-hmm. it's just a wonderful thing yeah these one a few jokes I can smell cheese <laughs> <laughs> It's a camembert it's coming mature it's, cheddar <laughs> oh Jesus it was Watson's
0: last week the cheesy <laughs> jokes are on their way what did the buffalo say when his son
2: left I don't know, Kara. Don't know what did the buffalo say.
0: Okay. Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, is really good. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs in a pool? A noodle. Bob? <laughs> oh Jeppers, oh, that's a good
2: Oh. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, I used to be addicted to the hokey pokey. But then I turned myself around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough. I think we'll (laughs) end that. That's a good one. Oh, Oh, that's us now. It's a pleasure, ladies. See you all later. Bye. Bye. This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast. Brought to you by me, I'm the host, Mrs. O, Kira Gohan, and my co-hosts, Una Leonard and Gemma Kessley. Today we are supported by Moody Activewear and produced by 9874 Creative.